Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Oh, my goodness. It's been a minute. Wanted to do some stuff earlier this week. Just couldn't get to it, folks. Just could not get to it. But we are here now. Good morning, everyone. Coffee in hand. We are going to talk some AEW Dynamite from last night. We are also going to cover some news uh, before that. couple things. Nothing, nothing too tremendous out there that I felt worth covering on here today. But we'll, we'll touch on a few things. We'll, 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 we'll touch on a few things. Uh, but before we get into that, just want to remind you folks to smash that like button, smash that sub button, and ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. All the links for the socials are in the description of the video. The Facebot, the Twitter box, and the Instanec. And for your Bone on the go, anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast. And it goes out all over the place. It goes to uh, Apple, uh, iTunes, Google, Spotify, CastBox, Verbal, so many others. And it, it looks like different numbers on my audio are starting to shift a little. And um, so by all means, uh, let me know, hit me up on social media. And if you listen to me on audio, let me know, hit me up on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Um, I'm not on, on, I'm not on Instagram much. I I post stuff once in a while, but it's usually just me and my cats. I, I try to promote most of my stuff on Twitter and and Facebook, as you guys have seen in the past. Um, so let me know where you guys are, are listening from. I'm, I'm curious. I'm really curious. Uh, but the Apple, uh, the, the iTunes numbers are certainly the ones that are getting the most attention as far as the listens. But they have been slowly uh, growing in numbers. So thank you for everyone, wherever you watch or listen from. It's all appreciated. Swack fan is in the chat. What is up? Good morning. Mr. William Gardner is in the chat as well. Double dose of the bone today, he asks. We'll have to wait and see. We'll see how the rest of the day goes. I don't know if I'm going to be around for the watch along, but I'm going to do my best to make it for the review tonight over on that other little podcast called Total Nonstop Impact, where we're going to be covering the go-home show for Rebellion this weekend. Huge weekend for Impact Wrestling. Huge week. Huge week, in fact. Um, I'm going to try to do predictions on here tomorrow morning either whether i'm on tonight or not over on tni um and it's because of family stuff going on because that comes first um my son is in myself you don't know what that is that's milwaukee symphony youth orchestra 
And uh, so I don't know if I'm taking him or if my wife is taking him tonight. So, but either way, we're insanely proud of him. Uh, last week, I got him down there and just watched Impact Wrestling in my car and uh, was able to fly home in 20 minutes and get in on the review. So we'll see if that happens tonight. Uh, no promises, but uh, I'm going to do my best. So there you have it. So, so William Gardner, I hope you're ready for the watch along. I'll send you stuff later for it so that you've got something. Because um, I've got a busy day ahead of me. All right. Now that we got all the plugs and all that stuff out of the way. Oh, one last plug. The merch site is also in the description of the video. Go check out some Smash This Podcast merch. And But I do want to thank everyone who bought uh, the new shirt with this last sale that happened over for total nonstop impact. The TNI new shirt is uh, dubbed by one of the dead and uh, it's, it looks insane. Um, Insanely good. That is Um, it's uh, probably our best looking shirt on there. And uh, so thank you for those who have bought it. Um, it makes us proud to have a shirt from a guy who is a great um, designer and he, you know, he makes stuff for some impact wrestlers now over on pro wrestling tees. So thank you for everyone. Uh, no matter what you support, whether it's me solo here for uh, STP smash this podcast or over on total nonstop impact TNI uh, it's all love. And it's, I'm insanely proud of both. So <clears throat> Charles, <laughs> J-Bone going to be busy today. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to catch up on some stuff. I couldn't do stuff earlier this week, but uh, I'm getting on here when I can, because I'm still, you know, no matter what, what life throws at you, I'm trying to juggle both and doing my best. So if you're along for the ride, Thank you. And thank you for staying patient for those of you who have. Uh, I've lost a few. I've gained a few. But that's podcasting. You know, I get that. You know, I've always I've said this for seven plus years on here now. I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I know that. But I'm doing my best on here to try to just bring you guys something entertaining and and talk about stuff that I love. So <laughs> thanks, Mark. Much love, man. <clears throat> Yes, Charles, uh, one way or another, with with the help of my brother, uh, Uncle Mark, who's in the chat currently, uh, with or without him, I'm going to be doing some predictions tomorrow, maybe tomorrow night, but we'll see how I'm feeling after, because today's going to be a very long day, we'll see. Uh, but it is going to be sometime tomorrow, I'm going to be doing some uh, predictions on here. We are going to run through the card, though, tonight, because they'll have the finalized card tonight over on TNI. You know, after the watch along, they'll review or excuse me, reveal the whole card for Rebellion. So it will run through it and we'll discuss it quickly because we're going to have a loaded show tonight. We got the Iceman uh, with the Iceman Intel who's over on BTI. He's going to join us. I can't wait for that. So I'm really hoping I can join in. Uh 
and we'll have the review for the go home episode of rebellion and uh, a run through of the card and our thoughts going into rebellion this weekend. All right. Now, now that we got all that out of the way, thank you and good night. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Take a deep breath and let's do some J Bone news. Jiminy Christmas. Searching for my fake wrestling news. What the hell was that? It's a little character that sneaks in here every great once in a while. It's it's, it's when J-Bone has way too much coffee and has way too much energy. And he goes off the rails and he starts talking like this. And he's like, oh my God, that's, that's, that's just, that's crazy, stupid. And, you know, it's confuses many, many people. All right, let's, <laughs> let's do this. Uh, so we learned recently, I believe this is in the last 24 hours or so, that EC3 has been hospitalized. Uh, very unfortunate. Um, he's been hospitalized for days due to an infection and will need to be in the hospital even longer as well. Uh, certainly what he, he didn't need just when he was getting started in the brand of Ring of Honor, which he currently is signed to. Uh, so he posted here on, was it? I believe it's Instagram. Yeah, Instagram shows a picture of him in, in bed uh, resting peacefully. And it says, uh, that's not strictly just an attention-grabbing gra- headline. It's more of an update, short version, an infection I neglected proper care for put other people's needs ahead of uh, mine, uh, went straight empath. Uh, Caught up to me and broke me. Uh, Long version, it's extensive. I've been hospitalized five days and will need longer. Anyways, I will heal. If you want to help, drop a comment or a thought or affirmation. Please do not text, please. All I ask, if you want to help, let me be alone. So just give them some peace. You know, if, if you're a, if you're a man or woman of faith, you know, send a, you know, send a prayer up to the big man upstairs for him. And, uh, you know, just give him some, uh, you know, thoughts and well wishes. So we wish EC3 all the best right now. And hopefully he'll return uh to us as soon as possible you know he's he's and he, i i hear what he did in ring of honor so far has been great but it's uh it's gonna be a while before he comes back apparently so uh but uh, he uh, other than that he looks like he's in incredible health so we just hope that uh this doesn't beat him down too much 
much. <clears throat> so, on uh, other news, um, CM Punk spoke uh, candidly <clears throat> with uh, Justin Brazo of Sports Illustrated recently and said uh, he is open to return to the land of professional wrestling. Uh, he's... Uh, He's he's got an ear open. <clears throat> he's he's he state uh, so so to quote him, he says, "I don't know. Uh, I've said no before in interviews. I'm not fishing for a deal. I get offered to do a lot of stuff, and I say no 91 percent of the time because it's just because <clears throat> uh, my thing is I need to work with quality human beings. It just." Seems like maybe in pro wrestling, there's a lack of quality human beings. I don't know. I like doing fun, quality projects. If there is a fun, quality wrestling project that gets sent my way, I will listen to it. So, um, but I've also heard him say recently, uh, there was a headline I saw yesterday or the day before, I believe, where he said basically he is certainly not interested in going back to the WWE because their content is uh, not good right now to, to be the nicest. So, um, a nicest way of putting that, which is why I'm not covering it. You know, I keep track of what's going on, and I still have my favorites there by all means. But overall... In my opinion, the product is pretty much unwatchable, which is why I'm covering, you know, Impact Wrestling with TNI and doing some news and stuff on here and uh, proudly covering AEW. So, uh, along with other things, um, oh, Dark Side of the Ring is returning in a couple weeks. And I have been catching up on the, con was it the Confidential? I believe it's the confidential episodes, which are like bonus episodes. They show stuff from the past uh, couple seasons along with bonus footage that was, you know, like cutting room floor stuff. Hosted by uh, Conrad and the producers of the show. And um, they're fun. They do throw some extra stuff in there. Nothing I would say that is earth shattering as far as bonus content, but it's it's fun to rewatch them. I've, I haven't watched all of them because I've skipped a few, but um, but I, they they did show a clip uh, within the last day or two, a little sneak peek of the um oh what is the guy's name? I can't think of the guy's name. Nick Gage, is that his name? Hardcore, a current hardcore icon, if you will. And um, Moxley is actually on there talking about one of his first matches with him. And it's uh, when he was CZW champ. And this is going back over 10 years ago. I, I believe the match was in 2010, he said. So it's right around the time that I started paying attention to him. Give or take a little bit. Um, <laughs> William in the chat says less Conrad would be preferable. I'm I'm not a fan of Conrad myself. I just I don't know, just not 
generally my cup of tea. Um, he does what he does well, and he certainly is building his own little podcast icon, or, or his 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 little um, not icon, little podcast family of his own, I should say. Um, <laughs> hashtag MDK, yes. Um, Charles says Mox is going to wrestle Gage in in GCW soon too. I, I heard they did have a face off during uh wrestlecon weekend i heard about that and he jumped in the ring and had a face off um yeah i i can't even imagine what they would do to each other now you know 10 plus years later in the business just oh man um so (laughs) critical stick didn't he rob a bank i i i'm not aware of this i don't know a lot about him so I, I'm really curious to see um, more of this. I've seen a couple of his matches, and I know uh, it's he has um, a very like underground cult. It's like an underground cult following, you know. I've heard a couple people out there saying, "Oh, I, I hope he gets signed by NXT, or I, I hope he goes here, or I hope he goes there." Um, I, I don't think. WWE would ever touch him. I've never heard him spoke so speak highly of that, you know, of sports entertainment in general. So, but, you know, Mox had a hell of a career there. So you never know. You never know. I don't want to assume anything because what do I always say? So, um, So, yeah, looking forward to season three. I will be covering those. I can't wait. Uh, Most of the subjects on there I am familiar with. A couple I'm not. As far as, you know, the titles of the episodes, there's, what, six or seven, I believe, I saw. Something like that. So, all right. Let's jump into last night's episode of AEW dynamite for the 21st of april 2021 um <laughs> charles says the grizzly episode is gonna be rough i and i don't need i, I have no clue what that is I, I don't know if that's someone wrestled a grizzly or something i have no clue what that is but you know they, they do these episodes very well i'll give them that so um all right just getting rid of some of my extra tabs here all right so last night's episode starts out with a banger here the absolute ricky starks versus hangman adam oh excuse me pardon me hangman adam page uh, Taz on commentary. Hook Taz's son at ringside. Great match. Ricky Starks is so damn good. I've noticed there's a lot of attention being placed on Hangman Adam Page's current um, his current record. He's the number one contender, but. It's interesting 
they're keeping him away from Kenny Omega right now. Because they, they're, they're like, they're keeping him on top. They're keeping him ready so that I think what I'm guessing is when this stuff with, um, and namely this stuff with this weekend going on uh, with Rebellion versus Swan and Impact Wrestling, which is why Kenny Omega doesn't have an actual one-on-one feud right now. You know, they're keeping them safe for the pay-per-view, which is smart. It's smart. So it's like, you know, they're, they're quietly keeping him on screen, visible to everyone. Like, hey, here's, here's the champ. He's surrounded by the Good Brothers, Young Bucks, and, and they're calling themselves the Elite now, which is interesting. I don't know if they got in trouble for using the Biz Cliz, the Bullet Club, all that stuff. You know, maybe maybe New Japan was like, hey, okay, we got this relationship now, but please don't refer to yourselves as the Bullet Club for the sake of rights and all that stuff. And I, I imagine there was some kind of conversation that went on something like that. Because um, I was pretty ballsy, honestly. <laughs> them just straight up calling themselves, you know, an, another version of the uh, Bullet Club. That certainly did garter some attention um so you know they had the trailer and then we'll get into that later but uh they show them arriving getting in the trailer at one point in the beginning of the show and it says big letters the elite is on the outside of the trailer but hangman adam page in this match with ricky starks great match looks like ricky starks was banged up that or he's just selling something i'm not sure exactly i have not heard anything within the last you know like like i didn't hear any news coming out today or um it was i'm not sure if this was live last night i don't think it was i'm not sure maybe it was but i have not heard anything if ricky starks is really banged up or not maybe he tweaked his ankle but I will keep an eye out for that news and try to keep you guys up to date on that. Great match, though. Great match. Uh, Hangman Adam Page uh, squeaks out with a win. And I say squeaks out because, man, Ricky really had him going for a while. Charles with an update here. Thank you. I appreciate it. He says, Ricky said he was okay on Twitter. Okay. All right. Well, and he's, you know, they've got a good medical crew there. In AEW, I'm sure he's, you know, going to get it looked at, whatever. What's scary is he came out later in the episode hobbling. That's what's scary. So maybe they'll just wrap it up, keep it elevated for a while, and he'll be okay. That's what we're all hoping for. Because Ricky Starks is um, very good. I, I put him up there with MJF as far as talent. And that says a lot because MJF is special in this company, you know. Um, I got a feeling that's going to implode someday, though. You put MJF versus Ricky Starks in the ring. There, there might be some kind of microchasm of universes combining together, causing a black hole right there in Florida horrible version of a Mick Foley 
promo there. Obviously not enough coffee yet. All right, we're getting there. So, uh, but great, great match. Hook and Brian Cage attack uh, Adam Page. And the Dark Order comes to the rescue and um, helps clear uh, Team Taz away from the ring. So it's great that Adam Page staying on top in that number one position has backup you know he's he's not an official member of the dark order but they're still aligned which is great to see so um charles says hangman is his absolute fave right now yeah and that's and i've talked about that too that he's he's slowly over the course of the last i'd say calendar year has uh, really caught my eye, and he certainly has become one of my favorites, too, in this show. Um, He's, I mean, he truly is one of the workhorses of this company, really is. I mean, I'll put him up there with someone compared to, like, um, Eddie Edwards in Impact Wrestling as far as being workhorses in the company, you know? Absolutely. Yes, next week, Hangman versus Brian Cage. Can't wait to see that. Page versus Cage. Brian Cage, that is. Uh, Then we get, uh, like I said, the video package of the Elite arriving. They're getting their own trailer, so they all pile in there. Uh, We got Don Callis, the Good Brothers, Young Bucks, and, of course, Kenny, by God, Omega. Next, we've got, got Pentagon versus trent they're they're putting emphasis on the question mark which i think is kind of funny i never understood the question mark it sounded like they were going to try uh explaining that like jr was confused by it but then again jr is confused by a lot (laughs) he's still great in, in my opinion you know um a little creepy on social media once in a while (laughs) but uh but yeah, I never understood the question mark thing. That's that's been a, a thing of his since he left the WWE, and that was a long time ago. So if anyone wants to kindly explain that to me, I great uh, greatly appreciate it. Um, but yeah, Pentagon versus Trent, great match. Pentagon coming out with a different mask with the uh, Batman type you know the the uh, bat ears in the back of his uh mask very cool very cool um uh pentagon out there with alex abrahentes i believe i pronounced that right i didn't want to like trash that so i made sure in my notes that i spelled it correctly too i didn't want to just you know you know alex whatever his last name is no it's abrahentes um see my spanish is getting better all the time uh <laughs> god it's been a long time since i've been in spanish i took two years of spanish back in high school and i i can, I can probably say i i haven't used a lick of it other than remembering donde esta el baño <laughs> aka where's the bathroom 
which is very important when you're in Mexico. So, <laughs> uh, so, um, but yeah, great match between Trent and Trent's out there with Orange Cassidy, which I think we're getting Pentagon versus Orange Cassidy next week. That should be amazing. Can't wait for that. Crazy. Uh, Trent beats Pentagon with a package pile driver. Um, wait a minute. No, that's not right. I think Pentagon beat him. I, 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 I circled that wrong. Alex, uh, hit, hit Trent with a microphone in a distraction. Um, yes, Trent is the man. I'm glad he's back too. But yeah, Pentagon, Pentagon, did Pentagon, God damn, hang on a second. I like, I'm like confused. Pentagon won via, uh, via package pile driver. Okay. So yeah, I, I'm like wrote in my notes and circled the wrong damn one. Because I wrote down that Alex distracted uh, Trent, hit him with the microphone when the ref was checking on Trent, and then Pentagon hit him with the package pile driver. I don't know how I did that. I take a lot of notes. One of my very few flubs in my note-taking. Pardon my senility. <laughs> But yeah, glad Trent's back. Pentagon, one of my favorites. And the feud continues between the Death Triangle and the Best Friends. Very interesting feud. Um, you know, a little, little comedic at times, obviously, with Orange Cassidy and the uh, adding of uh, Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander, excuse me. You know what's going to be interesting, now that Chris Statlander's back, is Death Triangle going to enlist a woman component to the death triangle but then obviously it wouldn't be the death triangle because triangle being three phoenix pentagon and Pac. i don't know <laughs> and then if they do add someone you know a female component to face chris statlander maybe they'd add a question mark at the end of Death Triangle. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It'd be comedic as well. So, but anyways, we continue. <laughs> Pentagon beats Trent. Sorry for the flub there. Uh, great match, though. Love Pentagon. Pentagon needs uh, to get back in the title scene soon, hopefully sooner rather than later. We'll see. Uh, JR with the pinnacle, cutting the promo. Everyone's quiet with the exception, of course, MJF. And Wardlow actually had a, a small time, uh, small chance to speak here, which was nice. So uh, just strange. It's so few times that we hear Wardlow talk. And when he does, it's like, oh, my God, he talks. But um, that's good. You know, character development. He needs that because eventually, you know, he's going to break away from MJF. Uh, he's been with them for a long time. So, and that's just, just a matter of time. 
as well. Charles says Phoenix is better than Pentagon. Um, it's that's a tough one, and that's a matter of opinion. You know, I'd say they're both. I mean, they're both different. They're both very different. Phoenix is very, you know, Ray Mysterio-ish. Pentagon a little more ground-based, uh, but they both really do bring something. I've been a little critical. Is that word critical? Uh, at times of Pentagon that he uh, he's kind of a hot dog in the ring. You know, he shows off a lot, plays to the crowd maybe too much, and then causes his demise in in a match. Whereas I don't think Phoenix does that enough, which is why I think in some ways Phoenix is better, but I love them both pretty much equally. So, great. <laughs> Critical stake. What's up, man? Um, what's next here? Here we go. The uh, AEW Women's World Title on the line, defended by Hikaru Shida. Three hundred and thirty-three days as of last night, which obviously this morning now we can say three hundred thirty-four. Um. Wow. She has been champion for almost a calendar year and probably will stay champion for a calendar year, uh, depending on who she faces next. But she had a great match with uh, Ty Conti. And, um, and, and Ty Conti is uh, a girl who has absolutely improved over the last I'd say uh, calendar year, you know, since being let go of the WWE, she was in NXT and AEW scooped her up and she really improved because when I did watch her in NXT, I really didn't think much of her, you know, but she, um, I, I felt like she was way too green to be on TV. Now, granted, you want to have that international flavor with your wrestlers that you do on, that you put on TV. That's very important for any brand, you know, but um, I don't feel like she was ready. Certainly athletic and certainly gifted as far as other um, uh, martial, I'll just, I'll just say martial arts. I don't know what she all did. Jiu-jitsu, I believe, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, she's really turned into... Um, uh, a good wrestler, you know, she, uh, she had a great paced match, not too fast with the Karushita. And, um, she did make it believable at times that she was going to beat a Karushita. And, um, they had a nice feud, more, more, almost more of a, a respectful partnership, you know, versus other ladies. Uh, and then finally came the time for them to face off. So, um, but yeah, really fun match. Uh, Hikaru Shida wins, and then Britt Baker comes out and shows everybody visibly on the Tron behind her on the screen that she is now, because of all of her wins on other shows like Dark and Elevation, that she is now the number one contender. So when is she going to face off with Hikaru Shida? 
I believe Double or Nothing is the next big pay-per-view that's coming up in, I want to say May. Is it May? Like middle to late May-ish? I forget. I think it's late May. Memorial Day weekend, I believe. So um, watch that feud get built over the next uh, you know month or so. Which I will say, I believe Britt Baker has gotten a lot better as well. Charles says May 30th. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, yeah, it's about a month, uh, a little over a month away. Um, you know, are we finally going to see the title change hands? I think it's about time. Nothing against the Karushita, but um, uh, it'll just freshen up the division and really kind of just switch things around now that the women's division really has elevated itself to a, a great level of success over the last you know several months you know it's a calendar year of struggling you know we've got healthy women back on on top where they belong and um it certainly is something to witness now um Mark says, I didn't know Cargill was there. She is going to be huge. Wow, what a look. Yeah, they're really making her a featured. She's, how do I say this? She is quickly becoming the MJF of the women's division. You know? Um, she is, she's good on, she's good on the mic. She's decent with promos. She keeps it, you know short and sweet and uh she's she's becoming decent in the ring you know and um i wouldn't say five star matches but she is getting uh she is getting better and they're really featuring her like she is someone significant to watch so props to the company for doing that because they're they are good at doing that so um but yeah Hikaru Shida beats uh Ty, uh Ty Conti Britt Baker comes out shows she's number one can't wait for that build up Miro then uh has a has a quick promo saying that uh if you've got a title in this company uh then you've got a problem and that's me. So um, watch for uh, Miro to become a breakout star on his own in this company sooner rather than later. I really hope um, that does happen, and no matter what title it is, because he deserves it. He is good. I, I do believe his start in this company has been, let's say, flawed. You know, it's, <laughs> I just, uh, I was not a fan of it. It was entertaining. You know, it was, it was fun at points being with, uh, Kip and this whole storyline against, uh, the best friends and all that. But, um, it is not the beginning in this company. And I, I know I'm not alone in thinking that it's not the beginning that we thought he would have. Not that he has to be shot straight to the top immediately. It just, just wasn't feeling it so um so yeah 
I think he's going to have a much better 2021 than past several months build up. Um, Tony Schiavone with the inner circle in the ring promoting uh, Blood and Guts, which is coming up uh, May 5th, I believe. So two Wednesdays from now. I, th- I thought it was next week, but no, I was my math was off. It's, so next week they're going to have a parlay. Jericho called it a parlay, and that's where they just basically put out their strategies. <clears throat> so basically a final face-off before Blood and Guts. Uh, two dynamites from now, which is going to be quite the event. Uh, I can't wait to see the structure and how it's built and all that. That's going to be, that's going to be something to witness. We haven't seen that in quite a while. I mean, we've seen war games on other brands in the last few years, including MLW and NXT, but um, it'll be interesting to see it presented on another brand like this. So really looking forward to that. Yes. Mark says Miro is looking much better now. Yeah. Yeah. He's really distancing, distancing himself from the whole comedy thing. It's becoming much more, much more serious, much more believable because he is a monster. He really is. Um, Critical Sting says AEW committed a major sin with the Miro story by wasting an appearance from uh, uh, James Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, I I love seeing James Mitchell out there, and that was fun to see. But yeah, it's just overall, yeah, I was not happy with the whole relationship comedy bit, you know, leading to the wedding and all that. But yeah, it is what it is. We move on. So, um, but yeah, great, po- great promo from, uh, Chris Jericho and his boys. They all got a little something in there. Looks like, uh, Billy Gunn versus QT Marshall. I, I didn't really have too much to think about this. Obviously they're really trying to build up this, um, the nightmare versus the, um, you know, Cody's group versus QT Marshall's group. Uh, Nick Camarado with Aaron Solo. Uh, Gun Club jumping into action too. Billy Gunn's son's getting involved. Brawling with Nick and Aaron. Um, there's a rough distraction and Anthony Agogo comes out and punches Billy Gunn and just drops him. They are really, uh, thank you. Critical Sting, the factory, um, nightmare family and the factory. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes, Mark, so many factions, <laughs> your head starts to spin at times. Uh, it's, which doesn't help my senility. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's times like this I st- really start showing my age. Uh, so much going on. Try to keep track of it. Um, but yeah, Anthony Agogo drops Billy Gunn with his signature punch. Of course, being, you know, ref being distracted by everything and everyone else. So... 
uh, QT Marshall gets the win, drops him with a diamond cutter, still kind of upset that, you know, DDP blessed him with, you know, passing that on to him. And now QT Marshall gets to use the diamond cutter. Oh, that's a sin in wrestling. No, I, I can respect that. You know, DDP, you know, <laughs> oh, Mark says a go-go versus Larry D book that shit. Oh, a go-go versus Larry D. That that would be interesting. Two hosses there, certainly different styles. I think they're going to slowly, very slowly put Anthony Agogo out there. They're emphasizing on the power moves and they're going to work on his wrestling in the meantime, just, you know, it's like, Hey, look over here. We're going to distract you with this while this is going on over here. So that's, that's typical wrestling and that's okay. That's what they should do. They should not put Anthony Agogo out there on dynamite and feature him in long matches. He's not ready for that. They're, they're putting him in squash matches on other shows, like uh, I believe Dark Elevation from a couple weeks ago. I didn't get to this week's. I apologize. I really wanted to keep up with that. I just did not have the time this week. So, But yeah, QT Marshall drops Billy Gunn with the help of his crew, the, um, the factory. And then Dustin Rhodes comes out and hits Camarado full unprotected chair shot to the head, shattering this wooden chair. Man, Nick Camarado's head just, but he must have like a steel plate up there or something. <laughs> Obviously, you know, promoting him as quite the tough beast that he is. So, a little interesting end to that section of the show. <clears throat> Dustin Rhodes shattering the wooden chair over Nick Camarado's head. Next, we've got the elite in the trailer, and they're they're talking. They're they're uh, you know they're putting themselves over, and all of a sudden, someone um someone's honking and revving their uh, truck on the outside distracting Kenny Omega to the point that he can't do his promo. <clears throat> and so finally they start looking out the window cameras on the outside, then showing Eddie Kingston in the truck with John Moxley driving. And this, this was a great segment. I love this. <clears throat> they plowed this truck with this big roll bar in front, you know, into the trailer of the elite, <clears throat> shifting it over several feet, you know, crashing into it. Didn't hurt the truck at all. Uh, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley jump out of the truck. John Moxley armed with a pipe and uh, they go into the trailer. And I'm thinking they're going to just kick the elite's ass. But there's no elite. So where were they? That's a little, like, confusing, a little disheartening. Like, oh, they jumped in there. 
you know, you, you expect to, you know, see them in there like, oh, you know, like hurt from the impact. No pun intended. And uh, <laughs> so um, they come out. John Moxley throws the pipe into the, the side window there. It's like, oh, man, this is getting hardcore. But no elite presence. So that was kind of disappointing. Uh, they, uh, you know, they hid in the, they all, you know, jumped inside the uh, the bathroom of the trailer, maybe, in a kind of a Scooby-Doo moment, you know, all piled in there, like, you know, clowns in a car. Who knows? I don't know. <clears throat> so, so, yeah, Mark in the chat says, uh, this shit was so Attitude Era, I popped for uh, all of this. Yeah, that was fun. That's exactly what I thought of it, too. You know, had a had kind of an old school, God, who used to do that? I mean, I wasn't watching WWF back then, but that was, what, Stone Cold with the uh, monster truck plowing into the, uh, the bus, you know, of uh, Vince McMahon and his boys or something like that. You know, I think I'm at least close somewhere, somewhere on the money on that. But, uh, you know, that's classic footage. So that was cool. I like that. Um, next we get Hobbs, powerhouse Hobbs, excuse me, versus Christian Cage. I really enjoyed this match. I really did. I mean, I love Christian. I'm glad he's a part of this brand. And obviously he's got his, uh, squabbles now with team Taz, which is fun. Um, but I really enjoyed this match. I mean, Hobbs, you know, obviously slowly getting better as a wrestler, but he's a, he's, you know, he's a powerhouse. Exactly what he says. He's got power moves and he, you know, threw Christian cage around, you know, in, in the ring, outside of the ring, like he was a rag doll. And at one point when they, when they both go over the railing on one side of the ring, I believe I saw a Martin, the Marth, the moth, uh, Mark, well, he was called Marty Martinez in Lucha Underground. Now, you know, Marty, uh, Martin Casaus, I believe. Um, and I know he's been working out in Cody's, um, you know, the Nightmare Family Dojo, along with Dustin and Cody. So hopefully we'll see him on TV, you know, on TV sooner rather than later. Hopefully sometime this calendar year. I know he had some injuries he was dealing with, but uh, that makes me very excited to see him a part of this brand. I, I don't think he's had a match yet on Elevation or, or Dark. I haven't watched Dark in a long time but I'm absolutely going to be keeping an eye out for that. I, I loved him in Lucha Underground. I'm a little surprised he's not on there yet, but uh, that could be just all a part of healing up, getting better in the ring, whatnot. So, but yeah, uh, Mark says, I like the story and, the, and the, the pace of this match. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it really made you feel like Hobbs was going to win this one. He was, you know, beating Christian Cage to a pulp. And then it just took, you know, some of that iconic Christian Cage uh, maneuvering distraction. And he, he put the uh, kill switch on him, beat him one, two, three. Team Taz was 
banned from ringside because of the actions earlier in the evening. And they also, during this match, say that uh, Hangman Adam Page will face Brian Cage. So, can't wait for that. Jade Cargill in a quick promo. Um, talking about uh, managers are lining up to be at the service of one uh, Jade Cargill. So, sound off in the chat, folks. Who do you think should be aligned with Jade Cargill? I think she absolutely should be featured with someone. Um, I don't have any immediate opinions, but sound off, and we'll certainly been, be keeping an eye on this to see who represents her in the future. Could it be someone that's already there, like Vicky Guerrero, I think would be a perfect fit. Matt Hardy, I believe, also through his... Uh, services out there for her uh <laughs> but <laughs> mark says no more factions well and i don't know if it's gonna be a, a another additional faction but um i mean someone look I'll, I'll say one thing about this uh brand uh <laughs> they absolutely do use managers properly absolutely without a doubt and i've i've said that for many years while on here doing this podcast and that is something that is so desperately needed in the world of wrestling is to bring back the old school managers look what they've done since their inception of this brand of aew they have brought in jake the snake roberts They've brought in Tully. They have, um, they've got others like like Billy Gunn, who's out there with his sons. They've got, oh, I'm missing a ton of them. Um, uh, Tully said that Vicky Guerrero, Jake the Snake Roberts, oh, Arn Anderson out there with Cody. Um, so many well-placed managers and or mentors, whatever you want to call them, depending on who they're with and what their involvement is. Uh, Matt Hardy is even doing that. You know, Taz, Team Taz, bringing Taz in as a voice and uh, you know, being over you know, Powerhouse Hobbs, Cage, Ricky Starks. So, uh, yeah, so much fun to watch this. And, and oh, and Hobbs, I'm very curious to see the um, the debut of Hobbs whenever that happens. But he's surrounded by some good company there. So I will say that that they have done. I mean, yeah, we we joke about there being a lot of tag teams, a lot of stables, but but the use of managers, very well done in my opinion. So, um, <laughs> J-Bone giving AEW credit <laughs> about manager usage like hostage video. All smiles <laughs> when he said it. Absolutely, Codebreaker. It's all, it's all done at gunpoint. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
yeah, I would just, just in the world of wrestling in general, I would love to see more of it. And it's, um, yeah, Swack fan says, love, love uh, AEW's management game. Yes, well done. Yes. Uh, now on to the main event here. Uh, the TNT title up for grabs. Darby Allen defending it almost every week now. It's getting crazy. Um, I think I saw someone in the chat saying that uh, Darby Allen is going to be dead by 30. Dear God, I hope not. But he certainly is. <laughs> certainly is crazy, eh? Um, with the stuff that he does. Tremendous main event match here. Darby Allen defending his TNT title versus Jungle Boy, uh, flanked by Luchasaurus and Darby Allen having Sting at ringside, which even led to Luchasaurus and Sting uh, brawling, which was really like shocking. It was a great little moment because it gets Sting involved, and you know it's like, oh, Sting's getting physical. There's a fight, you know, and because Sting is well loved. Um, interesting note about this match, this, besides this match being amazingly good between these two, uh, young talents back and forth, was it me? And I'm trying, I try my hardest to not overthink this, but you see certain things happen in the ring and it almost looks like somebody's changing or someone's becoming heel um not to be over analytical but is it me or does it seem like darby allen is slowly becoming a heel because i feel like he did stuff in this match that's not like him um and maybe he's done it before and i just haven't noticed it but he did seem more heelish in this match. But maybe that's because Jungle Boy is such a popular babyface. You know, not that you have to have a heel and a babyface in a match to get good, typical good versus evil in the world of professional wrestling. Um, oh, okay, interesting. Mark says uh, double turn with Allen slash Archer incoming. It certainly could be because Archer, Lance Archer, has been, as much as he's been building a feud with Sting, he's been there protecting him. He came in in this match and helped protect Sting against... um, there was a whole hodgepodge of uh, wrestlers at the end of this. A lot of chaos. Um, Lance Archer came in. Sting, um, excuse me. Lance Archer came in. Jake the Snake Roberts kind of quietly back in the tunnel, tunnel, not getting physically involved, just present, which was nice to see. Um, Page and Scorpio Sky, more Ethan Page, which I love to see this. I've been waiting for this. Ethan Page coming in and attacking Darby Allen at the end of this, and then Sting and Lance Archer chasing them away. So yeah, you could be there could be something going on here 
um, that we could have Lance Archer being elevated to a partner with Sting and Darby Allen straying away from this. That would be a very interesting storyline. Um, and honestly, believable. You look at someone who is who could easily become heel in Darby Allen, who is right always writing that line, honestly, as the anti-hero, you know, and, and doing stuff. You see his promos, and there's always, you know. It's, it's black and white, or there's flames going on, or he's doing something crazy hardcore off a bridge or something with a car or something. Very believable. But fans have come to love him as the antihero. So who knows? But yeah, something something's happening. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to assume, but I, I, see, I see things and I'm just kind of reacting to them. So by all means... Put it in the comments. What do you, do you think something's going on with Darby Allen right now? Do you think he's in line for a heel turn? I don't think he would face Sting. Obviously, that would be iconic. But you never know. You never know what could happen in this company because stranger strange things have happened before. Uh, Zach Bonifer in the Twitch chat. Yes. Thank you. By all means, if you're watching on Twitch, you can sub, you can share bits, you can do all that stuff. You can give subs. So thank you, Zach, for showing up in the Twitch as well. So uh, <laughs> Mark, Mark, who has been critical of more factions starting in this company of AEW just said Darby should turn and start a faction. Oh my God. <laughs> then Sting could take Archer under his wing and start a faction. Oh my God. More factions. What are you doing, Mark? You're, you're being counterproductive here in your comments. No, I'm <laughs> no, I'm all for it. Whatever. As long as it looks great on TV, I don't care what they do. You know, I, I, I love this company. I love what they do. Who knows? Uh, Jason stopping in uh, saying hi from work. Thank you, Jason. Much love, dude. Hope you're well. Um, so yeah, who knows? Something's going on here. But nonetheless, all in all, um, Darby Allen comes off with a win, but great, great match with Jungle Boy. It, it's, it's matches like this that prove that these guys are the future of this company. You know, you, you, you don't see it every week, I don't think. But a match like this really shows that off. And um, it's just great to see, you know, guys like Sammy Guevara, um, Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, the future of this industry, you know, and they may be smaller guys you know they're not they're not brian cage they're not miro they're not lance archer but they're still amazing talents featured by this brand of aew so good stuff here but yeah i am all for ethan page versus darby allen i have been waiting 
oh so patiently since their feud 2017 on flow slam which i bring up every great once in a while which i looks like i'm going to be talking about more i'm going to go back and revisit this probably i know there's promos and videos out there on the youtubes and stuff see if i can find stuff from that footage when when uh ethan page just absolutely destroyed darby allen can't wait i love me some darby allen but man if we're getting that feud again bring it i am here for it i am on the edge of my seat waiting for it can't wait so that's it for this one um lance archer and sting come to the rescue then and chase off ethan page and scorpio sky um good episode good episode obviously you know they're building up stuff to the next uh big well it's not a pay-per-view but you know we we get these you know every few weeks we get like a big promoted aew dynamite episode i know some aren't a fan of that i like it i like it you know because it kind of it takes the place of the monthly pay-per-view that uh it maybe you'd see featured like like impact does the impact plus specials you know perfect example except aew features it on tv and has kind of a special card or at least a special main event obviously a pay-per-view worthy main event in blood and guts that we are going to get in two weeks folks can't wait for that so on our way out don't forget to smash that like button smash that sub button and ring that bell for notifications why so that you have you know when more of my content dear god just screwing up the gimmick when my content hits your screen um and uh later today over on tni in in some aspect of it hopefully for the review if not the watch along depending on what happens later today so uh doing the go home episode for impact wrestling uh leading up to rebellion this weekend should be a great episode um really looking forward to seeing eddie edwards versus uh eric young who wrestled this match with a torn acl and i in uh Eric said on Twitter recently, he's very proud of this. So pay attention to that tonight. Uh, tonight should be a uh, pay-per-view worthy match on Impact Wrestling Television on Access TV. Or you can watch along internationally, unblocked, on TNI's Twitch. So be sure to join for that. Uh, the Iceman Intel, the Iceman is going to join in on the review after the watch long, the three hour watch long, dear God, the BTI and the two hours of Impact Wrestling, the Iceman bringing the Iceman Intel. Maybe he'll bring some Intel to TNI. Can't wait to see if they do that or not. But nonetheless, it'll be great to have him on either way, no matter what he brings to the review and then of course along with the review of the go home episode for rebellion the rundown of the card for rebellion giving all our thoughts on that as well so 
Um, can't think of anything else. All the links for the socials are in the description of the video, the face botch, the Twitter box, and the Insta neck. Go give Smash this podcast a follow. Give it all the love and support. And the Spreadshirt website for all the STP merch. Um, I will be working on some new designs soon when I have time. I, I don't have a lot of free time lately, but when I do, uh, might hit up some old friends for some design concepts as well. So keep an eye out for that. Um, trying to bring some new stuff for, for later spring, early summer, some new designs for Smash's podcast. Can't wait. Very excited. You got the hats, the pins, the mugs, the tees, the hoodies, all that, and the bandanas. Go get that over on the, the Spreadshirt website. The link is in the description. So we'll see you guys later tonight. Much love. We're getting out of here. And, um, yeah, be safe. Take care. Much love. Mm-hmm.